0: traveling through another dimension. It is vastly different than the dimension you recently occupied in the first half of the hockey season. Uh, it is a dimension of rebirth. It is a dimension of rejuvenation. It is a dimension of hope lying on the precipice of fear. It's an area we call handkerchief dynasty. I am, as always, your secret professor, joined by my good friend and Quizno's spokesperson in Bosnia-Herzegovina, the high priest of Euler's Magic. How are you, high priest? Um, I'm okay. Two wins under Sir Woody J. J. Croft. Woody J. Mm-hmm. Croft, is that his name? Yeah. And then Marilyn Manson is the assistant coach. Uh, both pretty solid games, all told. You know what I mean? Like, uh, had, The I second thought,
1: game was more solid. I mean,
0: they gave up a lot of shots against the Islanders, who aren't a
1: very good hockey
0: team that's true it did rec- they did require mike smith having like his best game in like forever yeah. which was interesting um but i feel like you know it reminds me of an episode we had we titled the flow must flow and i feel like they have the flow back i feel like the new coaching staff has cleaned the slate he's yeah, uh, honey- dispersing the ice time quite differently and we might actually be entering honeymoon territory what a beautiful word though honeymoon can you imagine a moon made of pure honey Sounds amazing.
1: Uh, isn't that what the moon is made of?
0: I thought it was made of cheese, like a, like a stinky French cheese. Honey cheese. Oh, honey cheese. Like a nice brie with some nice yeah. chopped up herbs and nuts on the top.
1: Yeah, that's
0: right. Man, the cat is staring me down. Something fierce. I mean, how are you feeling? Is it rejuvenating your spirits at all? I I really am no, grasping I mean, everything I, still... I can get because I'm super like fucking in the dumps yeah. right now. Anyways, I've got a lower body body injury to go with my upper body injury. It's tough oh, times, tough times with the university. Um, um, but it was a fun game to watch tonight, you know? Yeah. The goaltending was good. We got some solid goals from, you know, some different places. Few players got off the schneid, which is a word I hate. Yet It is a yeah. word I just used. It might be my least favorite word. Other than Murdoch. Um, yeah, I
1: didn't think that game was exceptionally fun to watch. I mean, they got the win.
0: I don't know about exceptionally fun to watch. It's fun to watch a win, given that we're basically on a razor's edge until the end of the until the postseason starts in terms of whether we're going to be in the dance or whether we're going to be playing fucking laser tag with the nerds again this year. I thought San Jose looked pretty flat
1: to be honest. Um, Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. It was a strange game. Mm. Um yeah i don't know i mean i still feel pretty like it's all very confusing to me this is a very confusing time
0: well it is very confusing because you're switching your pronouns i don't know if people are aware this is a big thing um you've gone from saying we when referring to the team to saying they you've gone from a we slash zimzer to a they them like, you've, you've almost, like, removed yourself. Like, are you still plugged into the Oilers' Sacred Magics? Could you even tell me yeah. if Euler's Magic was presaged right now?
1: No. Based I on couldn't. recent performance? I couldn't.
0: No. <laughs> I couldn't. Like I said, it's a very confusing time. But, like, what, did you lose your powers uh, by your own volition? Was it, like, a voluntary thing? Or were you defrocked nah, or something? I mean, did I something just, go down uh, at the guild?
1: Yeah, like, it's just, like, not the same. You know what I, you know what I mean?
0: yeah it's definitely not the same because we've been to hell yeah it's just like uh yeah
1: yeah it's I mean, like not cool yeah. it's not cool is all it's just like not cool it's the only way i can put it i'm not cool Does it,
0: it. it still just comes down to uh one the, the, the pk and i'm not talking about the penalty kill I'm talking about the other pk no wait that's the other guy ek yeah <laughs> yeah essentially are they brothers, yeah, by the like, way? They must be related,
1: I, right? I think, yeah, they're definitely related. Well, I think all canes are, like, related. Yeah. Spirit from biblical times.
0: I mean, I've, I've, I've kind of compartmentalized it the way I think most fans are. I've started to come to peace with the moral corruption involved, to a certain extent, yeah. which is really disgusting to see in oneself, and an unpleasant experience overall. But I'm faced with a situation where, you know, there's a dearth of quality TV to watch for me to just you know pound my consciousness into submission like uh someone like Mm. shaking a rattle in front of a kid nonstop. yeah there's probably not enough music in the world for me to listen to to like be able to chill and enjoy life the oilers games are going to be coming fast and fierce for the next few months and i'm an oilers fan and i you know i still think it was a questionable decision on multiple levels and pretty fucked up to be perfectly honest yeah but I've started, started to make my peace with it. I mean, he's going to be, honestly, it's not as though he's going to be a center, yeah, like a, a focal point for the rest of the year. He's a complimentary player, the- and then he's going to be gone and we'll, we'll go back to being neutral good instead of chaotic evil. I mean, like, maybe, I don't know. I guess, like, what it comes down to for me is that I'm just, like, not cool. With it. I'm still not cool with it. You're not cool with chaotic evil? You want to go back I'm to not- the neutral good? Do you know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about, by yeah, the way?
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. No. Dungeons and Dragons? No. No. I thought they would have covered that at the preschool. Like, what do, they, what do they teach in theology classes, if not that stuff? I thought that's what theology was.
1: No, that's
0: uh, the opposite
1: of theology.
0: Oh, right. That's true. Um,
1: but I mean, like, I mean, great for the Oilers that went two in a row, like, nice work. But let's not forget um, the whole thing about switching coaches midstream here. Is mm. that this happens, right? This is what happens every time. A this honeymoon period. I mean, exactly, when yeah. when Dave Tippett took over, people were saying that we were saying the exact same thing. We were saying how they look to be playing a whole new system. They look like they've got structure. Mm. And then like very slowly, but not really slowly enough, all of that vanished. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not It quite, was weird. I'm not quite ready to say like the well, Woodcraft course. era is here. I mean, you know, they shut out the sharks. Mike Smith played amazing and they beat the Isles. I
0: um, mean, if you can beat the Isles and the Sharks, there's not, not a few played, there's you know, almost anywhere you could go worldwide in terms of like seafaring. That's not bad. You know. Maybe yeah, that's what we that's need to true. do. Maybe we need to invade an island that's surrounded by shark-infested waters. Maybe that's what this is telling us. Um, but we'll see for what sure. happens. Like, yeah, I, we'll see what I, happens. I, uh, you're, so you're, I mean, of course you're not ready to get no, I'm never wound up in these like in, in a silly two-game cool. streak. Um, because you've gone, like you through, the rest of us has gone, have gone through the spiritual wilderness of December, which yeah. was a very trying time for everyone involved. That was like some Donner party level stuff in terms of sports just, fandom. You think the people in the Donner party that survived were able to just like move on and get back into hockey after that right away? No, it took them a little bit of time, you know no, I don't know I mean like i'm still like board.
1: I'm still watching like as much hockey as I ever watched and i've I've still watched the games, but it's totally different. it's uh startlingly a different experience,
0: yeah, I've noticed it's um just not as uh how do we get your groove back? Do we have to watch Stella? how Stella got a groove back? No, I
1: mean, my groove isn't going to get back. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like,
0: So, like, uh, basically, I I'm, need to ask I'm the judge like, permission cool to treat the witnesses hostile from now on, is what you're saying. No, I mean, I think... Were I you not impressed,
1: make, sir, with Warren
0: Fogel's goal?
1: I think I can still make um, kind of objective comments on the team. But, like I said, like I told you going into this, the skin has been removed. There's no more like it's uh it's
0: not cool with it rubs me the wrong way it's like once you peel a mean, banana you can't put that peel back on type situation they, you, know, you could saran wrap it maybe maybe freeze they, it
1: they really shut the sharks down but the sharks came out and maybe i mean the sharks got like something like two shots in the second period or something like that yes. the sharks to me played a garbage hockey game with no they had their In, chances, though. I don't know. I mean, I suppose so, but there was just no um, for the type of game that this was. I mean, it was. I and mean, they're not an amazing scene, Kane, so. I know, but it was Evander Kane's first game back, really, since like everything went down. And it was a game that, if I was a San Jose Shark or a friend of a San Jose Shark, I would think that that game was going to be feisty. There'd be a little bit of emotion. And there wasn't really, and maybe that's like, you know, credit to the Oilers for maybe... That could
0: also be a half-full crowd.
1: Yeah, also, yeah, what was up with the crowd? There was nobody there.
0: Did you notice I mean, that? I it was, it was like an Arizona Coyotes game, circa from the beginning of time till now. Are there like
1: uh, rules in California about... There can't be, because... I don't think there are rules. I think it's Super Bowl Mad Max
0: Well, that's the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl has a, a unique cultural position. Well, if that's true,
1: then I wonder what's going on with the San Jose Sharks, because that building was, it, there must be some sort of restriction on it, because that oh, building sure. is deader than I've seen.
0: Must be, well, they had to wear masks yeah. too. Yeah. Um,
1: huh. Interesting.
0: Did anyway, you see did the, you see the, Arizona, like the pictures fun. of the Arizona Coyotes' new home? That we're yeah, now? I
1: love it. I think that's amazing, I can't wait. Those games are gonna be bananas,
0: bananas uh well we we can agree on that maybe we're talking about different kinds of bananas I think it's gonna be more of a plantain kind of banana
1: I don't know people are saying oh it's a it's a keep in mind it's it's the Arizona Coyotes
0: who really fucking suck so like how into the after like 20 games of watching Arizona Coyotes hockey how much you think those college kids are gonna be like
1: you know what man I think the Arizona Coyotes in a giant building with nobody in it are going to be are a much different team than the Arizona Coyotes playing in essentially a high school gymnasium.
0: But is it embarrassing is the, for the league that it's happening? I don't give a shit.
1: Well, it's I know you don't give Embarrassing for shit. the league? I mean, I mean, I, I don't mean, care. Is it? It's going to be awesome. That's all. That's all that matters. Is it embarrassing I don't know. for the league? I think it's. Probably. I think it's Probably. having a team in Arizona in the first place. I could have told you that having a team in Arizona was embarrassing for the league the minute that idea was brought up. I would have said hold on a second guys this is really embarrassing for the league don't put a hockey team in arizona but they did it and it was it's been nothing but an embarrassment for the league so i think would this you say is would you say be... it's
0: a bit of quixotic undertaking would you say a which uh, quixotic i mean that's the word of the day ladies and gentlemen yeah, start, right. the from... start the timer start the timer I
1: don't think you. I don't think you're quite there with it, though. I'm probably not. Um, no, I don't think so. I think that the Arizona Coyotes of today are going to be much more of an are much more of embarrassment than the Arizona Coyotes playing in that boss little rank that's going to be like jumping like mad. I don't think that the league at that point is going to be like this is so embarrassing. The league's going to get right on board and be like, yeah, this this kicks ass, and the league is going to look great for 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 having something like that in it.
0: I think it's okay. much more embarrassing what's well, <laughs> going on with the Coyotes I'll be, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I only caught part of that because I was looking up the pronunciation of Quixotic. And I, I realize now that because your end point was that the, the Arizona Coyotes, a major league hockey team playing in like a 5,000 person arena is like a good thing. So yeah. I, don't, I don't mind having missed your point because that's fucking crazy, man. Like you've become a nihilist. Why is it bad? Why is
1: Are it bad? Are you gonna get a ponytail?
0: Back? Hold on. I mean,
1: why is it bad?
0: Uh,
1: it sounds like the coolest it's, it's thing It's the ever. cherry
0: on top of a, a long standing, decades long debacle of having hockey there in the first place. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. Will you, be
1: more in, will you be more inclined to watch an Arizona Coyotes game knowing that they're playing in a tiny rink that's packed with only 5,000 people than you are today to watch them play in a giant rink that's like three quarters empty. You're telling me you'd r- rather watch them play now.
0: Let's Man make one do? thing clear first off, okay? There's, I would rather break every bone in my hand with a rusty yeah. hammer than watch Arizona that's Coyotes a play anywhere, anywhere. If they were playing on the like the the moons of Jupiter, I wouldn't watch probably. Yeah, but I find it extremely choice. depressing.
1: Yeah, of course. If I have to well, Yeah, because you know why? Do you so, know gun why you head. find it?
0: So gun to my do you head. Know, do you know sure. why
1: you find it extremely depressing?
0: Because it's, it's Arizona because they're hockey. playing,
1: yeah, there's nobody there. It's like a complete joke. There's zero, it's like, you're, it's like hockey in a vacuum or something. It
0: gives, it gives like, me the feeling you get when you're, when you're in like those western states in like a suburb, you know, where yeah, like that, there's 10 miles to the Starbucks. When it's those like all games, empty.
1: when the games are in those rinks, um, you're not going to think that. I honestly think that's going to be, I mean, I think it's going to be completely, um, it, it is going to be unlike anything that's really been seen in professional sports before. So well, I'll give you that, yeah. For that, I'm very excited for it. To be honest, and, you know, I might watch awesome. you like to yeah. yeah, it's going to be packed.
0: You know, it's I mean, I hate, hate to say it, but now. most people will slow down when there's a highway accident too, you know, like the spectacle of the disaster, it will be interesting sociologically. Yeah, It'll uh, almost be like an NHL hockey and like some psychopathic like fifties era sociologist who like puts a hockey team in his house and like raises them from the crib to adulthood, observes their every move and like completely shatters their lives. I have no
1: idea what it's going to be like, other than those games are gonna be like super loud and...
0: all right. Well, if if I buy us tickets to a go man. see the coyotes play huh. in the building, There's will you be my will you be my friend again?
1: Yeah, I'll be your friend again.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. what in about fact, the Orbs?
1: That's like, um, I would love to go to an Arizona Coyotes game. Those, It's gonna be amazing. I, I think that-
0: Well, you're gonna I be know, closer think, to the action than you ever fucking are in yeah, most games. Like I they're all they premium take, seats, in, you know, like, in this, in, take, like compared yeah. to like regular NHL games. It's gonna be it's terrifying.
1: Crazy. You're gonna be seeing like-
0: It's gonna be top, scary.
1: Like world-class players, the best players in the world in that environment.
0: Yeah, it is. It is is like some kind of of, weird scientific experiment. It's like the like going uh,
1: to think of going to a Golden Bears game. Did you ever go to Golden Bears? It's one of the best places to watch hockey.
0: Fun times. Yeah, for the fun times. Shout out to Bob Stoffer. Super fun. It's going to be
1: like that, except the NHL. Imagine if it was an NHL game.
0: If it was almost any other team. I mean, if it was
1: an Oilers game, yeah, but they're going to play all the other teams, man.
0: And I
1: I think it's going to be great. I don't buy into all this. It's, I mean, sure, it's embarrassing for the league, but like, what is it at this point? Like, the league is an embarrassment. I don't care that ship is sailed. This is also completely awesome, which is pretty rare for the NHL, in my point of view. I think it's really, really awesome.
0: I think you're completely insane.
1: The NHL doesn't often do things on purpose or through their utter failings
0: that could be awesome. Well, three-on-three overtime outdoor matters. games, but yeah, not I, I outdoor just... Outdoor games.
1: This is way better than outdoor games. They're a joke. Are you kidding me? Those games suck. Like, what's the big deal? You watch them play outside? You're so far away, and it's freezing cold. And, like, the ice sucks, and, like, it's not, like, real games at all.
0: Yeah, this games. that's cool, true. Man. Yeah. Outdoor games are a joke. I don't know. When I just saw when I saw the video on, that was on Twitter today of the arena, I was just like, man, that is like so much smaller than I had imagined. Cuz I've smaller, been in, in I've been in college arenas and university arenas oh, in the yeah. state. Some of them are huge. Like in my own mind, than, it's it's fucking it's it's like a high school building yeah, or something. It's
1: smaller than AJHL arenas, man. It's like smaller than junior arenas.
0: Like it's, it's 40% small. of the seating capacity is going to be taken up by like broadcast press crews and shit. I have like, no
1: idea how they, yes, yeah, great point. Man. Great point. I they're supposed no to be
0: there for years, too. I'm pretty sure it was a multi year deal. It's crazy. To, I'm really excited. About it. I think it's going to
1: be, I don't know. I think it's going to be really amazing, to be honest. I can picture myself watching a lot of Arizona Coyotes games. Mm. For the first getting, time
0: getting, ever. Back, getting back to the Oilers game, Obviously. though, uh what did you think of the whole, like the last two games he's rolled, they've rolled, uh, seven defensemen, 11 forwards, right? And then four, three to four of the defensemen have all been getting like 10, 11 minutes each. Broberg, Niemalainen, even Bouchard has not been getting tons of minutes. and I I think that's really interesting. I think that is probably a carryover from being a developmental coach in the AHL and wanting to get guys in the mix and having people engaged in playing to the top of their ability. So he's basically said, Broberg, Niemalainen, you guys are... 11 minute defenseman for me right now and they're getting those 11 minutes they're not getting like one shift and then benched Samarukov style like I don't think if if,
1: if uh, Samarukov made like he, two of the it was horrible it was horrible yeah, yeah I don't fault it
0: before. but I'm it's, saying we now have a guy who's who's been who's <laughs> been cutting his teeth as a developmental guy for the last little while which we really need cuz we need some of these younger guys to start to matriculate sure. really really badly yep. and I think that could be a positive potentially moving forward out of the coaching change we'll see it's two games but I, I've been encouraged. I've been really encouraged by them. The playing they have, they have some nice flow. They've been playing actual defense, which is kind of shocking. It's almost like finding like the lost city of El Dorado when like the Oilers play like a solid defensive yeah. game with like some battle. Um, but you're basically mind, saying man, the Sharks just sucked it tonight, basically.
1: I'm just saying, yeah, I think the Sharks played a pretty shitty game, and I'm saying that this is typically what happens when a team gets a new coach, right? I'm not I'm not willing to even consider the fact that they sorted their shit out because well it's all I, still
0: yeah going into the deadline all the question marks are still there like the coaching change might buy us enough time to get to the deadline where hopefully Kenny trades that first for a goaltender under contract because he's you know, been we'll playing like poker with his with his hand this whole time
1: like we'll I, if he
0: doesn't trade the first at the deadline to get that piece if if that's what is required that's like a fireable offense. Let's like fire don't him, get Keith Gretzky to both coach the Condors and be the GM of the Oilers again. You know, he's because he's coaching the, the games down there right now, eh? Until they Is find he, someone. Uh, yeah, because they have to find someone willing to wow, come in and right, coach the team for the rest of the year. So they're just like, hey, Keith Gretzky, why don't you go down there and be like a, our AHL coach for now? She I love those that, little things in a way. Don't
1: you think that they're like... Um, so you think they are going to get a goalie?
0: Uh, I think if they don't, it's a fireable offense, yeah. yeah. Like, they can't, it's... it's Do you think that they are, though? Don't I you mean, think, only, I the only way I'm they're asking, not is if Kenny Holland is some kind of Manchurian candidate-type figure. That's the, the only I, scenario where they don't.
1: don't. I guess what I'm asking is, don't you kind of think that this entire time the Oilers have been, for, like, matches this season, but for, like, a few seasons, I won't say, like, a decade, but let's keep it, you know, the smaller, so the last three years, they've been the somewhat middling. But in, in that position and, and um, uncomfortable committing to anything until it's too late. You know what I mean? So I'd be a little bit concerned that uh, it still feels like that. And that the goaltending doesn't seem to management to ever be enough of an issue to pull the trigger on moving a first rounder for, and then it's too late. You know what I mean. And I still, I'm getting that kind of vibe again that like the Oilers, they'll heat up. Kind of the honeymoon period will cover up a lot of um, flaws. You know what I mean.
0: I mean, or or it'll... or build a foundation upon which the <laughs> the matrimonial love can be built, like yeah. a great cathedral. But you know, then... from like a Disney film.
1: But I mean, nothing will have changed, I don't think. I still think... Well, a lot of really
0: good sex changes a lot of things, bro. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying by any... If it's a true honeymoon period, like let's say they go 10 games in a row. Yeah. 10 in a row? And then you're
1: you're comfortable taking Mike Smith and Stuart Skinner and Miko Koskinen into the playoffs?
0: I'm not comfortable taking Mike Smith, Miko Koskinen and Jeff Skinner to a seven eleven. I mean, I don't really know if like
1: see that's what i'm saying i'm saying that this honeymoon period i mean unless mike smith flaws, like plays like a man possessed. Again, and then once again it'll be too late
0: yeah see but i think
1: you i think i still I, I just feel like that's that's the energy i'm getting that they're like well i don't know meanwhile the entire season their goaltending has been like huh? Eh, eh that, that energy you're describing been,
0: is is the personage of of one kenneth holland general manager of the edmonton oilers that's the problem I, you know well, yeah. even if we have the coaching honeymoon that manager still needs to get that yeah. piece or two that's and i'm
1: not I, uh, i'm not i'm not convinced that
0: that that's what people are
1: seeing from from ken holland and it should, i don't know man i i think the goaltending should be more of a priority for the oilers
0: Oh, for sure. Most definitely. Yeah. It's, it's, it boggles the mind. Like the mind rebels at the thought of it and it's been rebelling at the thought of it for a long time now. It's like, we're we're into like a three to four month rebellion against the thought that the Oilers are comfortable with the current goaltending depth organizationally. Like we're one to two guys away from having enough NHL ready goaltenders to play on our NHL team, unless we want to go play where the golden bears played. Although that would never happen because we're a $1.5 billion company. So they'll probably like yeah, build us know. like a second, second arena just for fun someday.
1: I just like, and when Koskinen gets healthy again.
0: I mean, Koskinen I, had COVID. The so there, is, they might have a COVID hangover too. That's been a it thing It feels this year.
1: like, it feels like for years, the Oilers have been playing this wait and see game with their goaltending. And it never like, yeah, never, like you know, it never resolves itself. You no, know, it's, it's like the just, end
0: of the Cold War with NATO versus Russia and, and America being so like, so let's see how many countries we can add bases to before. <laughs> and, and then Russia's the just like, is like, like, we'll invade somewhere every six easy. years. Like we're Russia. Yeah. Russia does that kind of stuff. Sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead, sir.
1: Well, it just feels like that's what's going on again. Yeah, well. And then like you heard nah. those stories like the asks were too steep And the others were like, well, like, uh, we don't want to give up. We're not giving up a first or meanwhile, the, uh, the flames give up a first rounder for Tyler to like you have to, you have to give stuff up to get something. That's not a dollar store version of what you actually want. You know what I
0: mean? If you don't give
1: something, up. I mean, it's, you know, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Honestly, so, and we have a lot of young players, too, who are assets in these kinds of trades. And you know? we
1: have the two best players on the face of the earth. Yeah, but we're, what life. we really
0: need is a team. And I think, actually, Woodcroft is going to – we have some yeah. flowback because he's spreading out the ice time, and we look a little bit more like a fucking hockey team rather than this, like, crazy, yes. like, barbell-style, like, lopsided. Okay, play them all the time. Okay, Benson, you get six minutes. Although I don't think Benson got tons of time tonight. But
1: but you also need a goalie, to. To kind of anchor that team is what I'm saying.
0: And yeah, then like it's like building an arch without a keystone. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, what yeah. is that going to hold up your aqueduct? Okay. Yeah. It just feels Fucking like idiots. For the,
1: for the past few years, that's been like the thing that always bites them. And then it's like, why didn't it? Uh,
0: that's that bit them back in the, in the in the early Bronze Age, when the early Oilers Mediterranean, like uh, Bronze Age empire along the coast yeah. of like southern France. Like they flourished for a short amount of time and some like inscriptions still survive, but all of their archways were missing a keystone
1: and that it became kind of a
0: laughing stock of, uh, of the classical world. Yeah,
1: yeah, you know, but I mean, like, I don't know. They, I don't know. San Jose didn't really show up, I didn't think. that's That was my main takeaway from that game. I kept waiting for them to show up because it felt like there was an untapped um, Vein of gamesmanship they could have had San Jose Ness.
0: Yeah, there was an untapped yeah. vein of San Jose Ness, and they never really did. So. I mean, they're not the same team they were,
1: no, but I mean, they were, they were dominant knights regular then, season team forever. Yeah, I know there's but there's nights and then there's nights, though, right? Like, this was that's what I'm saying. Like, um, I was surprised they didn't get up for this game. It happens though, right? It happens,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: What do we play next? I think this is like a, a California swing. So
0: California like Swing. The Ducks, maybe the Kings.: What's your favorite uh, California swing band? Would you say? Of all time? By name?: I have no Idea.: Was um,
1: Glenn Miller wasn't from California. Was he Los Angeles?
0: Probably, I mean, LA is a cultural center. I'm sure there's all the bands are from Los Angeles, really. Glenn Miller Orchestra. Let's just say, let's say Butthole Surfers, although they're not really swing; they're more ragtime. Also, I think they were from Texas, weren't they? Uh, were they? Yeah, we play LA Manana, LA Lovin', LA Woman. I love LA, the Randy Newman mm-hmm. song. Yes, yeah, you cool. know, against Coach Todd McClellan. Um, they're, they've been a pretty good team no, he's really turned okay. that ship around down there a little yeah, bit yeah kind of yeah. I mean, yeah, it'll be a good game I'll enjoy and it and then do they
1: play the Ducks after
0: that? Uh, yeah I believe so yeah they That'll play the be- Ducks on Thursday. Oh,
1: is, him? Is, is Zagris is he out or is he in the lineup right now or?
0: I don't know you know a friend uh, actually a mutual friend of, of ours said McDavid for Zagris and uh, Gibson yes or no he asked me That's a long pause. No,
1: I don't think Gibson's. That, I don't think Gibson's that great. I just kind of had to remember.
0: Mm. Gibson. Well, I mean, he not only is a is a good NHL goaltender, but he's the founder of Gibson Guitars, which is yeah, pretty cool. True. You know, he's always playing the guitar in the locker room. He's got mad licks, mad licks. That um, be
1: if Zeke, So two Oilers back to back games against former coaches. Yeah, yeah. that's odd.
0: You think this team needs a new goalie coach to go with the whole goalie situation?
1: Yeah. For like years. I can't believe that guy still has a job. It's crazy.
0: I just think there's gotta be only like five to seven notable, desirable goalie coaches in the league. And then there's just a bunch of other like also rants. I bet. I bet it's, I bet it's slightly difficult to get get one of the like sexy goalie coaches, you know? I mean, I, I, but I think there's gotta be like a bar for,
1: um, you know, kind of what you have to do, what, you're looking for and like has the Oilers has any sort of like measurement system um, equaled that guy keeping his job I mean I don't know the Oilers goaltending has been kind of weird
0: for a few years Yeah, I would say say it's a question mark going into the offseason, They probably won't do it midseason it's not something you really do midseason Miko does some pretty weird
1: shit for a really big guy like I've seen him I've seen him do things where I wonder, like the best Miko plays is when he seems to be playing, like just like flopping around, like out of control, freestyle. But whenever he tries to play like a more what to me looks like like a structured kind of a positional goalie, mm. it always looks like like, what are you doing? Like you're a giant man. Why are you why are you down? You know
0: what I mean? I've suspected that it, that there's Schwartz influence there because I, by my theory, it's complete yeah. speculation. It's that his goalie coach in Finland is just like you run wild like Hasek, bro. You like live yes. life, carpe diem, seize the day. And when you're not playing NHL hockey, just watch Dead Poet Society 24 seven. Just have it on a loop on every screen.
1: Great advice. Yeah. In general.
0: Um. And I, I think that's kind of like crazy, but at the same time the whole him playing so deep in the net that like you don't even yeah. like you have to like get a flashlight to see him in there sometimes you're like are you in there bro you see like you know it's like a cave little cave in this you analogy see two eyes two <laughs> eyes <walking. You> know? <laughs> like let him live let him live free you know dustin well, schwartz like, imagine like, who gives if... a fuck what's what's the worst that could happen he's like the same yeah. or worse we're already well, at rock bottom We've and remember,
1: remember like when miko started playing that was his style It was like freestyle flip-flopping and then sort of what I always felt that like um, after that and after he sort of like became okay you're the number one then his game sort of got like super weird and he wasn't doing that as much and that's when I really noticed that his glove hand was like a total mess it wasn't at first because he stole yeah. the job away from Cam Talbot because of he really his did. play he because really of did. his play yeah well they he had the joie de vie. They went on that crazy run Mm. and then he kind of got schwartzed. And uh, (laughs) you know what I mean?
0: That's from like Spaceballs, right? That's when someone hits you with like a magical laser ring. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not good. Dustin Schwartz needs to put away a magical laser ring.
1: I've thought that for years. I don't know how Dustin Schwartz.
0: Don't you think? Here's the let's just extend this discussion.
1: Not that I want to put a man out of his job. By no means. Like all the power to you, Dustin Schwartz.
0: Well to be honest you're in such an emotional hole we might actually have to engage in schadenfreude Freud to get you from level like 5 to level 4.5 no,
1: I'm, I'm completely comfortable where I am where I am and like the only not, thing that works getting over that no, initial hump. No. There's going to be See, no that's what you would say. ascent or
0: descent there's going to be no ascent or descent from this level. All right we got to get you three more kitties. Um, but don't you think by the same by the same hypothesis let's call it if the goaltending coach is suspect and if he did negatively affect Koskinen's game, don't you think Mike Smith would probably be impervious to that influence and just still do his Mike Smith thing?
1: Yeah. But Mike Smith has been plagued by injuries. I, I, to me, it's never been, it's rarely been Mike Smith is playing like crap. Like I've seen him play way more great games than I've seen him play stinkers. And whenever he plays stinkers, it always feels like, like he's got some nagging injury or he's coming back from something or something's going on. You know what I mean? I think he's really beat up. And I think he's kind of um, grinding his way through like these games. Like, he's not 100%. You know what I
0: mean? I mean, he looked fine. He, looked, he was fine last game. Uh, he, didn't, he, looked, he didn't look I low mean, energy at all or anything to me. No, no he, he doesn't look like, low he energy. He's doing his Gumby thing. Man. No, I don't mean low Scorpion energy. Kicks. I just
1: mean, like... Um,
0: He's he like, them, like between
1: whistles, between whistles, he's like stretching lots and like kicking out, kicking stuff out.
0: He's got like a couple like, of like Percocets stashed in his yeah, mask that he just exactly. like bites into. Yeah, yeah, that's from that's, so, uh, that's a goon, think, a goon I reference.
1: Think, <laughs> I don't think Dustin Schwartz is like uh, telling anything smith like
0: i think mike smith that's my good. that's my theory it's like my, yeah. miko became susceptible because you know he's new new to the league new to north, yes. north america new to being a number one he's like okay i'll do whatever you want me to whereas of mike course. smith is like okay i'm gonna pretend i'm doing what you want what you want me to i'm just gonna keep on doing what mike smith does i've yeah. been in this you know i've been in this wild west situation like a fucking prospector this whole time and you know skinner who knows he's could develop into a guy yeah. but we just like if if, if there's not a I new mean, goaltender added to the mix in the next two months There should be criminal charges laid in the sports museum of criminal sports justice.
1: Nobody should be judging Stuart Skinner on his game tonight. I don't think, I think he had a really easy night, He had two shots in the second period. Sure. He made the saves that he had to make. He made the big saves, but there wasn't a lot of big saves. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. So I don't think anyone should at this point be saying, um, That's the Oilers guy, or things are good now. Now we got it figured out, because I don't, I don't think we do. I don't think they they have it figured out. I think they're like, um, like I said, when Miko Koskinen gets back into the fold, I think that's just like another wrinkle that they're going to have to Mm. smooth out before they move forward, like uh, like a pair of pants, like a pair of trousers. Yeah, because I think that it will just cause you'll end up they'll end up playing that game where they think they've got to figure it figured out or like, OK, we we have the right guys, but it, you can't take that many guys into the uh, into the playoffs with you. You know what I mean? It always comes down to one goalie has the reins. That's your goalie. And if that's never established, it's too late. It's too late. You'll start going back and forth and you lose a game, and you lose another game. And then. You know, it just never ever works out, and especially when you don't ever really have the guys. You just have enough guys that you can keep switching. The Oilers have run with essentially a three goalie system this entire season.
0: Sure. Like you can't. Yeah. You
1: can't do that in the playoffs.
0: Oh hell no! You can't
1: even. You can't do that in the regular season. Like it's, it's insane. So yeah, we'll see what they do.
0: You're traveling through a second dimension in parallel to the first. It is a land of skepticism. It is a land of emotional unavailability. It is a land where we fear that we should not emerge from the cave of our darkness, lest the beatings resume. It is an area we call high priest mysteries. Um, I think, here's a question for you. Um, Do you think that the team looks like they're playing for each other and are very much interested in, in making a go of it. Do you think they're they're carrying themselves a little bit differently than they were during the December of uh, of our long sorrows?
1: I thought that was going on. I think they look, they're, I think to my eye, they're playing for each other as much as they were playing for each other. When they, when they went on that that run when Tippett was here. I don't think much has mm. changed to my eye in the way the team is playing on the ice. Mm. Maybe like the, the structure looks a little bit different. Maybe.
0: I think it's, a little it's bit. A new,
1: it's, but it's a new coach. Of course, The it's a brand new structure. It looks like they're so supporting the puck a lot
0: more in the neutral zone. Yeah, but like, it always uh,
1: looks like, I think I mean, they've cleared the Well, no, the deck, but dude, right? it doesn't
0: always look like for most of this year, they were trying yeah. all kinds of like high, low coach, percentage dude, passes.
1: Dude, when it's a new coach, it always looks like.
0: It always because oh, they're like, all trying so it always,
1: No, because it always is. It's a brand new structure. That's why it looks like a new structure. It looks like they're doing something different. So you're admitting that,
0: that it's a new structure.
1: structure. Well, yeah, but I'm not saying that it looks any better or worse to me at this point. I'm saying it just looks different. It's two games. It's, it's two, two games. So trips. it's a super yeah. small sample. size. And they gave up over 40 shots to the Islanders. And Mike Smith played the best game of the season and yeah which is actually a really
0: good thing if you think about it like that's that's something yeah, that could then. turn into something because he could still pull the fairy godmother thing and yeah, pull a deus as maxi i'm not saying i'm saying, saying it's a one percent chance know, but, but, but what do you want for what do you want from, you want from exactly, me now? Like, i don't i don't want to give up on the season like what, what no, am i supposed to do
1: no i'm just saying that's the exact type of thinking that will he said one percent. I've been saying this whole time they need to goal. throw
0: someone in jail if they don't get another goaltender. I'm not saying yeah. rely on Mike Smith. That would be but you patently insane. There's still percent. a chance Maybe he's Mike Smith. If if he actually is not injured that badly and can put it together, he could play 20 or 30 games at a high level. Like he's capable. He's potentially, in theory, at least possible. Like he's he's under contract. I mean, he he hasn't retired yet. Until he retires, he's a, and on the roster. He's a player on the team, and as long as the players are playing for each other, to be honest, I'm still in. You know, even if it's even if it's muted, even if there's a little bit of an any port in a storm type situation going on, and all yeah. kinds of uh, quagmires of uh, spirit energy and questionable politics, and the clawing sensation that at the root of our entire society is uh, a solid no. bed of cunts, just a solid I'm just foundation
1: that they have to do something about the goaltending, whether or not they have to stop thinking there's a 1% chance that this is going to work out. Because there's, in reality, a 0% chance that it will work out unless
0: they get a goalie. Because it just- Absolutely. And probably some other pieces of the deadline too. But like, if we can keep on playing like we're playing right now, we're gonna be a buyer of the deadline and that's that's the next step. If we, don't, we were, if we don't make some moves at the deadline, if Kenny Holland doesn't actually have some good trade deadline trades, not yeah. like the fucking shitty-ass ones. I mean, in, in those days, he was just shopping at the dollar store because he had so little cap space that all he forgot, the regular grocery store was there. So hopefully he's woken up, he's realized, hey, you know what? F- produce is important. You know, maybe buy some eggs, some, some actual bread.
1: I mean, don't forget either that the Oilers won four or five in a row right before the All-Star game, right? Including beating the Washington Capitals. Yeah, so which is awesome. Like they, it's not like they weren't playing for each other then. You know what I mean? I don't think them playing for each other has
0: ever been the problem. Well, maybe it was a system. It could potentially have been partially a systems issue. It could be, we, when we, we're not even sure if we're getting a honeymoon period. Once the honeymoon period no, is over, always a honeymoon we can evaluate period. that. But like the proof will be in the pudding in terms of what we're seeing on the ice and whether it's, it's, it turns into a mirage or not. And it really comes down to also the general manager stepping up to the plate and doing what he has to do to save his job but to save the fucking season because the Oilers cannot give up on this season which in a weird way gives me hope as well because having your back against the wall can be quite a motivating thing for an individual or a group or uh, a band of uh, bossa nova musicians you know in my personal experience
1: yeah I, I guess I'm just not willing to make any sort of um yeah
0: we're not off fireball island yet there's no – like, the game is not over. I mean, like, Mike Smith turned away
1: 41 shots by the New York Islanders, who aren't a really great team.
0: Yeah, And sure. to
1: me, San Jose didn't really show up tonight. I mean, that was a boring game and a piss-poor effort by the Sharks. Yeah, I mean, they the got, games that they are they coming got 20, up – They got 20 shots on goal.
0: I think L.A., Anaheim, and Minnesota – And definitely Tampa Bay and Carolina. Those these games are against all much more legit teams, I would say. Generally, Uh, I would say L. A. Probably being at the bottom of that pack, but like you know, Carolina, Tampa Bay, even Anaheim—they've had a better season than us. You know, they're above us in the standings. Yeah. You know, Dallas Eakins has immaculate hair, and he knows what he's doing supposedly in Anaheim. I mean, Anaheim probably. Anaheim seems like probably the easiest place to manage a a hockey team, wouldn't you say? And like as well. Definitely your hair. You're not really under like the bright lights of, uh, of the greater LA region, uh, the Ducks LA area. I guess like you're pretty really, close.
1: It's a pretty good organization, I think. Isn't it, wouldn't you say? It seems to be being run quite well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. For a newer team, no question. No question at all. Yeah. You have to give them props. I mean, they're doing a much better job than the makers of uh, the Mighty Ducks two and three did, I'll say. Disaster. Yeah and the tv show and the tv show and uh all the various like duck related enterprises uh that they got engaged in to tie it up the disney afternoon
1: cartoon
0: Darkwing duck which was a tie-in was about uh, the first black uh duck hockey player in uh, the nhl wasn't that what that show was about played on the wig it was really offensive in the 90s there was some crazy racism in cartoons. Like, have you ever noticed in nineties oh. cartoons for kids, every single like, like, uh, like thug or like goon character sounds like an Italian guy from like New York?
1: <laughs> There's actually some incredibly racist stuff in Dark Link Duck. I was watching it a while ago. There's this whole yeah, it's like outrageous. Like it should be pulled from Disney Plus. When I saw it, I showed the kids and I was like everybody gather around like look at it look, <laughs> look at the awful duck
0: look teaching what he's moment doing. yeah look what
1: he's doing he must never act like this dark one duck
0: yeah he was a loose cannon uh, anyway uh, get are like uh yeah LA is the weakest of the bunch
1: and then
0: so it's kind of a nice on-ramp in diff- difficulty wise yeah. you know it's like playing it like like a guile and then E-Honda, and then Bison. There's like an upward trajectory, there's a flow there, there's a progression, it's like a like sex playing, move.
1: Like Dalsim, yeah, Dalsim, then Guile, and then
0: e E-Honda. Yeah, E-Honda's unbeatable, man. He's like the same way like Rock is unbeatable in Rock, Paper, Scissors, you know? Yeah. Rock flies right through paper, nothing can beat the hundred slab. It's impossible, it's never been done. <laughs> kind of like game breaking You think you think that would kind of That's undermine the integrity of the game the hundred hands yeah, it almost
1: does it almost does
0: what's your vibe for uh for woody and would you just end on this because i know you're tired you got to go um retire to your ornamentations and uh, yeah. permutations and combinations fire on fireball island uh what's your impression of jay woodcroft through the first couple of games we've seen him at the press conference of the wide stance he has seems to have a very thoughtful yeah, yeah. and calm demeanor he seems like the kind of guy who probably has that similar tone with his players. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, He's like, he's the
1: first coach the Oilers have ever had
0: sort of in my, in that mold. Although
1: I think slats was like that too.
0: Mm, That's
1: like a like a real, a player's coach of that time. You know what I mean? Mm. Like a player's coach who is also not a dinosaur
0: like era appropriate
1: yes an era appropriate players coach he that, feels to like me that's exciting on, on a
0: level too. yeah you know? absolutely because that could well, be that could be a page turning in a way like if he can make yeah. this if he it'll can make it, go element, of it here
1: it'll, yes it'll be an element to the honeymoon
0: for sure be like the honeymoon to a second marriage where you get married to a younger more attractive more wealthy more competent and you know yeah. to be honest more caring and attentive to your feelings spouse you know yeah rarely yeah. Yeah.
1: It's been, it's been one like old grouch to another old grouch.
0: Totally. Totally. I actually have a thought on that. Let me run it's something.
1: Different, different versions of grouchiness. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. I got a, a theory for you. Tell me what you think of this. I think
1: okay.
0: after a certain number of marriages, they, they should just cut you off like from a sociological perspective, like you can get married, let's say five times. Anything over five, it has to be like, okay, what is going on here? Get your shit together. Stop being this frivolous person who just gets married every 12 seconds, you psycho. Larry King. Larry King got
1: married like like,
0: times. Exactly. Larry King. Or Elizabeth Taylor, I think, got married like seven times or whatever. I mean, it's fine that you want to throw a party and it's so romantic. But, you know, also, for example, fucking... I remember a story. I watched this Richard Pyre documentary where... He was like, he just got married to like wife number three or four or whatever. He was at the wedding in like the back room talking to his friend. He was like, man, I, I want to get divorced. <laughs> like literally at the wedding, at the wedding. He was like, I've lost all interest in her. Somehow now the magic is gone. Now that, now that, now that we're married, I've lost all interest. <laughs> Although he's going through some personal problems at the time, let's say to put it mildly. But yeah, let's or even just 10. Let's just say you can't go over 10. Because like, I know, I know. we want to subsidize the like decorator industry and the planner industry and the dressmaking industry and the tuxedo industry. But I think, you know, at a certain point you have to be like, dude, like you've come I mean, to the buffet and you've had like 12 gravy soaked biscuits in a row.
1: What are you protecting? Like the sanctity of marriage?
0: a covenant with God? No, not the sanctity, the marriage covenant of God, high priest of oilers magic. I'm talking about well, just, just like people not being like, like dweebs.
1: Like taking know, it too
0: far. People not taking it too far. That would be at the top of my legislative agenda.
1: You, what if you got invited to all of the weddings? Well, then
0: you're, you're talking sh- about corruption.
1: Now, you, then you're talking about 10 like, free meals, essentially.
0: 10 nights. Well, no, you have to get them a gift. You have to cover your plate. I've learned later uh, in life, supposedly. Yeah, that's that's according to like polite society, which I'm, I'm really not that well acquainted with. I'm, I'm more acquainted with passive aggressive, bad faith society which is kind of intense. It's mostly like punk rockers with uh, short sleeves or shirts and uh, like former humanities majors who have just been like circling the drain.
1: I mean, I guess you have to get them to a gift, but I've been to like my share of weddings where I've gotten a gift, but like it's, it's in no way comparable to the amount of food I've eaten and liquor I've drank.
0: Have you been to any second weddings for the, for the same person, the remarriage?
1: No. But if if yeah. I if I was I would it would be the same thing. Like, okay, here's so another. You're different.
0: saying like food and drink is really the like yeah the linchpin of a nice evening. As simple as that. Yes. If as I got I'm married food and drink thirteen times on my thirteenth wedding all day. Routine. But on the thirteenth, would you bring you would fire, fireball to island? Could we play fireball island? Well, nothing has something <laughs> yeah. to do with me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I no, I mean like it would be like I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like damn why does this guy keep having weddings I'd be like this is fantastic I'm so happy for you I can't (laughs) wait till your next wedding let's do it all again let's do it again this is is
0: exactly what I'm talking about you know like maybe if you weren't having fucking 15 weddings you could do you'd contribute something to life instead of just going through this fucking like death slog of like awesome just have a party you want to have a fucking party just have a party don't turn what it about, into like the world's shittiest like big-budget movie where all your friends get to be unpaid extras, you know? Yeah, maybe. But you, you seem to enjoy weddings more than me. I find weddings no, extremely really emotionally like weddings. draining, you know? I guess
1: it's just like if two people claim to be in love and want to get married. And, like, and yes, want to get well.
0: a bunch of presents.
1: Yeah, but they're not going to get a really good present from me. They're going to get like a coffee table book I bought from Goodwill.
0: You know what I mean? See, that's, that much is clear. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't know, you know check know the, I
0: mean? the registry? You're not a registry guy?
1: Um No, I do check the registry, but I mean a lot of the shit on the registry isn't nice. that. this will be like barbecue tongs. You know what I mean? I'm gonna start barbecue tools. Like, okay,
0: sure. (laughs) I'm going to do a sociological experiment this calendar year, okay? Just to prove this point, I'm going to get legally married 13 times and all over my social media, each time I'm going to post about it, I'm going to be like, so excited. I got engaged to Kara. Oh, I'm so excited. Big wedding day. And I'll be like, oh, so fast. Congratulations. And then it'll be like a week later. Oh, you know, uh, I got to say, guys, it's really sad news, but we broke up. And then just repeat the cycle and see how long it takes before literally every friend I have online unfollows me you know
1: it'd be a, it's actually a really good ex- experiment to like start an account but that's
0: that well you have to take over your existing account to keep up the illusion really what we're talking about is like this could be a sasha baron cohen-esque mm-hmm. film a yeah, mockumentary right. you know a study of human behavior in the vein of nathan for you one of television's greatest achievements nathan for you
1: it'd be like yeah you get married 13 times in a year so it'd be a constant cycle of marriage and divorce for a calendar year
0: can you imagine how depressing it would be after like the third one, like marriage number four? Because it's not as though you could arrange to also have sex with all these people. You know, there would all yeah. be sham marriages,
1: They'd each all be and every one. Marriages.
0: Yeah. Like I think, I think your consummation percentage would be extremely low, like lower than like an NHL defenseman's uh, like shooting percentage. Yeah, but if somebody
1: if somebody was actually able to legitimately fall in love thirteen times in a year to nope. the extent that they wanted to get married i mean all power
0: to them that's that person the that person if that person exists they're completely unhinged they're completely <laughs> on they're floating in space yeah i i think if you would if we did that make, make that I movie would quickly it would you. quickly, it would quickly turn into fast food nation or what was the one supersize me fast
1: nights
0: at richmond fast nights at richmond high so it would be like supersize me where by the end they, he was, they were going to the doctor and he was like look dude like there's enough sodium in your body to like kill 10 elephants and you need to stop. Like I'm pretty sure, sure our, our, our psychiatrist at the end of that year would be saying, look, I know you all know it's a sham, but you're gonna just completely <laughs> shatter your consciousness if yeah. you continue with this film project because no you one be can sure. get married and divorced. There are even sham divorces and marriages yeah. 13 times in one year to prove a point. Maybe we put a yearly limit on it. It's like, you know, the same number of times a federal politician says the truth free of uh of uh impetus Uh, or or guile that number of times you can get you can get married that year i think you just ruined the movie it's like 0.25 marriages a year you get married once every four years
1: yeah
0: yeah once every
1: Uh, four years
0: yeah because a federal politician says the truth without guile
1: right 0.25 times a year many times that's not
0: that many times well there's a problem with the political system what can i tell you no
1: that's not too many times to get married
0: oh like once every four years like a leap year maybe get married every year on leap day you call it leap marriage or leap into marriage marriage leap
1: leap into marriage leaping into marriage
0: maybe we could uh tie in the the, the, the quantum the uh yeah lovers lovers leap is good we gotta tie in Quantum Leap somehow. Did you know Scott Bakula played some of the instruments on the uh, theme song for Quantum Leap? He's a performer on that track. Isn't that amazing? One of my all-time favorite themes. Actually, we do we do have a, an ad, and maybe we can close it out here, for the new CBC Gem uh, series. It's a Gem exclusive. Normally you'd be able to watch it also on regular CBC, but this is o- only on CBC Gem. Goalie Leap. In in 2045, the Canadian government had a theory to send NHL goaltenders back in time to help a Canadian team win in the playoffs. They would try again and again, hoping that the next leap would actually be to a Canadian team. But it almost never was. But they still hope the next leap will be the leap to the cup. Yeah. Any final thoughts uh, for the uh, the gentry out there, the serfs, the peasantry, the merchant classes?
1: No. I mean, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Still feels super uncool. But, I mean, at least the Oilers are winning games. Exactly. Exactly.
0: Can you imagine having this conversation if we just watched them like shit the bed? Yeah. I mean, I'd be the exact same. <laughs> That's you would be so
1: messed up.
0: Yeah, it is interesting. And there's
1: points. Yeah, it's, it's a it's messed up.
0: I think you've got a lot of pain concentrated on you. Like, have you oiled your beard in a while? Maybe you have no. some like pain crumbs that have gone from all the tears and crying?
1: No, it's just like really you know, it's like really scuzzy. It's like not cool, you know what I mean? Shakespeare
0: in love. It's, it's, it's Shakespeare not like, in love. We got Shakespeare in love, is what happened.
1: It's not like the rest of the oilers are total dickheads that I know about. It's just this one guy is a, is like a dickhead to like the nth degree, where it's just like, man,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: like uh, what's your problem, dude? You gotta, you gotta you gotta change your ways, my friend. I
0: mean, you can't say he hasn't contributed on the ice, but again, this whole thing about like, yeah, the, like the moral him. universe interacting with a game—they're two separate yeah. spheres. They should remain separate, which is what makes this whole thing so distressing. Um, wow. But who knows, yeah. maybe, maybe we could quantum leap a, a GM from like the 2050s into Kenny Holland's brain a few months ago and switch it up, you know? Yeah, maybe. Maybe we could kill I baby mean, Hitler.
1: Like I said, it's great that the Oilers have won a couple games. But I still think, objectively speaking, that um, we haven't really seen their backs up against it um, with Woodcroft yet. I think he's a good coach. I like what I've seen out of him. I like the way he he runs his, his business. Yeah, but it's like the aisles and the Sharks game. Like, eh. it's great that they it's great that they won those games, but I want to see a real you test.
0: Know. You want to see a real test? No more of this fill in the blank quizzes on know. Thursday to mornings. To be honest
1: with you, I still don't really the whole, uh, the whole
0: I'm not expecting the thing you to. I'm not. I'm not expecting your heart really to be true. in this for the rest of the year. I think uh, now, like you're. Well, your heart being in this is, I, I feel that way, at least for the rest of the year, as you feel about Mike Smith's chance, Mike Smith's chances of coming back and like being the starter, you know, which I respect. I respect that like a Japanese salary man who's been reduced and grinded down, grinded down by, the, you know, the most intense form of capitalism, you know, the demon got into your head, into your brain, into your sacred space and fucking st- stuck a dagger into your spirit core. You know? That's not something that you easily get over. And I
1: it's not even like that. It's just like it's just like it's not even like that. It's just it's a little bit gross is all. It's too gross. It's like it's like in the same way that when I watched games, it was just to root. It was very easy. It was very easy. It's very easy right now for me to look at the roster and be like, wait a sec, like what's this? And then be like, Oh, that's no thanks. Like, uh, not cool. Don't like. And not like, cool, that's all, don't like. Yeah. That's all there is to it. You know what I mean? Like it's very, it's very easy. Surprisingly easy, I
0: suppose. But but very easy
1: all the same.
0: It's like a it's a primal reaction, is what you're having, I think is what you're describing. Yeah. I guess. So. Which, you know, I can't I can't blame you. I feel the same I mean, it's
1: primal, but it also feels very, like... Tertiary? um, Well, very sort of, like... I don't want to say evolved, because it's clearly not that, but, like, it's a bit of a no-brainer. Like, I'm not going to root, you know, worst-case scenario. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, like, there's too much weakness involved there. I'd just rather not. It feels not good. Unhealthy. So, uh... You know, but I'm glad they're winning. I mean, we do an Oilers podcast, right? I can still watch the games objectively. I'm a hockey fan. They're basically the only team I watch. So okay. we can talk. We can talk Oilers till the cows come home. I'll have opinions, but I've just personally, you have to accept the fact that uh, it's just kind of like not the same.
0: Like, You're like uh, like uh, the Ragin Cajun um what's that guy's name the political commentator ah what's the the raging Cajun's name yeah the bald guy james uh, james carville james carville you're like him after clinton's eliminated from the primaries basically you're like well well fuck this when am i supposed to cheer for this bullshit i'm james carville is he like was he a big
1: clinton guy
0: oh he's like the biggest clinton guy he's like 20 he's like he's like 98.2 percent like clinton Clintonoid. hillary yeah.
1: clinton as well
0: yeah they like grafted their clinton dna dna onto him it was like a clinton oh. foundation project overseen by fauci <laughs> should we comment on all the greater social issues <laughs> with whatnot but let's save that for next time that's that's, that's a whole nother not. kettle of fucking rotten fish
1: a wife and i mean we both know right we don't even need to talk about it we the less we say about it i think i mean we we, we both That's enough that we both know, like there's really no discussion.
0: You know what I
1: mean? We both
0: know. It's true, we both
1: know. We'll just block it out. Me and you, we're good, (laughs) you know what I mean?
0: Totally, I could not agree more.
1: If it gets super real, you know you have a safe place here. I know I have a safe place with you, Mm. we're good, you know?
0: Word, word.
1: The rest of it can all just like um, go to hell.
0: You know what I mean? Words to live by. Our uh, our intro today is a song called "Carnival" by Nakahara Mako, and our outro is by Scott Bakula and the 2050 uh, Alliance of Time Traveling Goaltenders, funded by the Canadian government of uh, Justin Trudeau, still in power in 2050, shockingly. Um, but we'll go over the, the political timeline another time. Um, thanks so much for talking, man. Always a pleasure. Um,
1: when did I hope find you're doing? I-
0: they play tomorrow, tomorrow night? tomorrow night. Yeah, let's
1: do it again tomorrow
0: night. Fuck yeah, man, I'm down. All right, I'm gonna have a Pepsi ready for tomorrow night. I think I need a little more Pepsi. I think that was one of my key mistakes. Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening, all. Please like and subscribe. Please join us on Patreon if uh, you want to join the Handkerchief Dynasty convoy headed for Maui in 2024. Um, make sure that your car is seaworthy and uh, fully, fully registered as an official uh, boat or whatever the fuck in whatever country you know the way they do that shit. Has, you know, I to talk be to the
1: has to be officially registered.
0: It has to be flagged. It has to have a flag from like some fucking country. You give some. If the to.
1: convoy starts moving, they find out your car isn't officially registered or seaworthy. There's nothing we can do.
0: Exactly. You know what I mean. Exactly. And there's no refunds on the deposit either. No,
1: that's what I'm saying. The convoy will not. It's not stopping.
0: At that Non-refundable time. deposit. Um, you know, based on our our current uh, model where we we only use a basket of cryptocurrencies and NFTs in our, uh, as our currency, I will say someone pointed this out on Twitter, which I thought was brilliant. They don't trust cryptocurrency because money's never had to have an advertisement. They never had to advertise money to you. And it's so fucking brilliant, man. It's like, why are you trying to sell this money to me? Usually people just like money is just money, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. but uh, unfortunately, no one will hear this because this is now going to be uh, part of the uh, board Gorilla, board Ape collection, uh, backed by Jimmy Fallon. So this is going to be an NFT-only episode, which means I'm going to oh, take okay. the file onto a uh, thumb drive and throw it out the window. Throw it to the highest bidder, man. It's going to be an awesome auction. Oh, okay. um, sleep well. Take care. Talk to you manana. And uh, thank you very much. Okay.
1: Bye-bye. See you later. So long.